Welcome to episode 66 of Our Weird Life, which is premiering, premiering, premiere, premiering, so American, premiering, premiering, Americans say premiering, we say premiering, premiering, I don't think we actually say that at all, do we? That doesn't sound right. This is, this is the premiere of... Halloween. Oh, on Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> so I was going to say, why, of Halloween life, we but here? it's not. What are we doing? <laughs> yeah, no, of on Halloween, which mm. is kind of weird because it's 6-6. Six, six. It is? Episode 66. <clears throat> my name's Jodie. Uh, my name's Jack, by the way, yeah. Also, this feels very casual, don't you think? Very casual. Yeah. Why? So me and Jack usually sit on a big table... Up in the air. <laughs> <laughs> Not like I in just, the air, but like... It's just a lot we've got some kind of rope and pulley system that we're like, you know, floating <gasps> in midair. Yeah, like Alice in Wonderland. How cool would like that a be? party. <laughs> um, no, just like a normal table, but it, it feels very up in the air because... Uh, we're sitting on the floor, which mm. often, obviously, we live in Japan, so often we do sit on the floor. Very regularly. Very regularly, every daily, that was, daily. That was one extra L, I think. <laughs> I know. <clears throat> I've got like a... My cough has kind of gone, by the way, but I do still have a little tickle. <laughs> a little tickle of the pickle. Um, anyway, we're sitting on the floor under the katatsu, and it feels very cosy and cash. We should probably explain what a katatsu is, because you might not know. I said katatsu. Did I say katatsu? It's kotatsu. Yeah, kotatsu. I'll just go home. Get out of here. Kotatsu. Get out of this country. Um, a kotatsu is a heated table, basically. It's genius. It's got the the table <clears throat> surface itself is removable. You put a blanket underneath, which like drapes down the sides. So then you tuck yourself underneath. You got like a nice little blanket over your legs, and it's it's got a heating element in the middle. Yeah, so it keeps you toasty, roasty, toasty. And the principle is. Oh, it's annoying. Um, <clears throat> if you can keep the bottom half warm, the top half will look after itself. That's, That's not entirely true, is it? Because heat I mean, comes out I your think, head. I think it's pretty accurate, actually. Like no, because heat comes out your head. So yeah. you have to, if you wear a hat, that, and then the rest of you will be warm. I, When I'm underneath this thing, I never feel the need to have a heater on as well. Feel my hands. Yeah, but you're like ice queen, aren't you? Like your extremities are freezing. Ice queen? Yeah. Cold hands, warm heart. <laughs> That's what they say. Yeah, I think you're going to say something else. What? Cold hands. Cold face. Cold feet. <laughs> cold. Cold person. Cold fingers. <laughs> cold finger. That's the, uh, that was the less successful Bond film. Yeah. Cold finger. <laughs> what are we on about? Dear me, dear me. I, I need to have warm fingers because i got some crocheting to do. Jodie's been on like a crochet, a crochet crusade. Oh, that's brilliant. Crochet crusade. Oh my goodness, that's totally copyright. Copyright. I've stamped it. I've hand coded <laughs> it as they do in Japan. That'd be cool. Yeah. What um, would the what would the copy uh, copyright? What would the crochet crusade consist of? Um, it would. Would it be like crocheting to really intense music? Yeah. Like da like, da 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 da. da. <laughs> Like you... And I think you'd have like a, <laughs> uh, a metronome as well, like mm. to keep everyone in time. 
So you do each of like your strokes or what? Oh, so the actual crocheting is like sped up. No, not not sped up. No, but you're like you you're going in a rhythm. You know, you all sit in the big line on a table doing your crochet. So there'll be like loads of yeah. And in the background, you got like a t t t t, and then really dramatic music. And you're all weaving away. That's pretty cool. Could we have like strobe lights too? Strobe lights, yeah, go for it. Blackout lights, and we all use white wool. Um, Honestly, this is what me and Jack do like 90% of the time. We just come up with stupid scenarios. I mean, is that not what life is about? I feel like I've had a lot of sugar today. I feel like I have a lot of energy, but I haven't had a lot of sugar. That's good. Although Jack did just buy me a cream cake, which, it was delicious. We had one the other day that was, um, what was it called? Pumpkin cream puff. That was quite nice. Although when you bit into it, it just just exploded out the side of your mouth. It was... uh, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. <It tasted. laughs> he's raising your eyebrows at me, I don't know why No I wasn't You were <laughs> Dirty mind No I wasn't <laughs> How was your cream custard, whatever it was thing? It was what very it was good Each end was dipped in chocolate Wowzers And I like that, I like it when things like You know like when you get like a biscuit and half of it's dipped in chocolate What was it supposed to look like? Because the... It was the it's shape a of a croissant, but both ends were dipped in dipped in chocolate. But it wasn't very Halloweeny, was it? Was no, it it's just I think it's just seasonal, isn't it? Huh. I don't know. Where's the packaging? It's in the bin. Oh, it's in the bin. Never to be seen again. Oh, this one here. Um, it's got a little hang ghost on. on. Stop there! Whipped Don't be crinkling your your packet by the microphone. That is incredibly annoying. I think it sounds nice. I don't. Throw it away. Anyway, it's whipped cream and custard, and there's a little ghost on the packet, and there's a little pumpkin. I mean, I was sold, that's why I bought it, so, you know. Um, anyway, how's your Halloween but, week been? This is the run-up to the, the day of the year, you know. The day, yeah. Scariest um, day of the year. It's actually been really good, so all week um, we've been doing, like, Halloween games with the kids and trick-or-treat and... Um, it's been really fun and but because we can't go trick or treating this year around the like around the neighborhood usually we we go and let the residents know that mm. we're coming and we give them we give them like sweets and candy to give to the kids but this year obviously we can't really do that so Jack's ch- taking his jumper off by the way um <laughs> so we did the trick or treating in the school I might have mentioned this last week. I don't think I did. But we did the trick-or-treating in the school, so I just had to go into each classroom. I'd be like, wait there, kids. And then I went in the classroom, closed the door, and then they knocked on the door. I'd be like, oh, it's me again. Happy Halloween. I feel <laughs> like were, I have mentioned you, this last week. You played every neighbour. Every neighbour, apart from the very last neighbour, which was in the storage cupboard. Dun-dun-dun. That sounds very ominous. And this was the other teacher that I work with, and she was dressed as a vampire. Very oh. scary, like scary mask. Spooky. Um, but there was this really funny scenario that happened because it was pretty dark, you know, for the ambiance. And I took the kids around. I was like, oh, I don't know. There's some more candy somewhere. I don't know where it is. And I was like, oh, it's here in the storeroom. Can you go and get it? Very clever. They uh, So they went in and tried to grab the bucket. And then um, the, the other teacher was hiding behind the, the cupboard dressed as a vampire. So she jumped out. 
and the poor kid that grabbed the bucket oh my gosh she absolutely went flying <laughs> she threw the bucket in the air the sweets went everywhere she <laughs> fell on her ass and all the kids were like scrambling to get the candy it was wild <laughs> <laughs> and I couldn't see anything because it was so dark and the other teacher obviously with the mask on couldn't really see anything because it was so dark and it was just hilarious honestly it was so funny and the poor <laughs> little girl who actually happened to hmm. I was like that would be me that would have been me you would be like the, the shy up in the air kind of well the shy girl that wouldn't really like I think she was trying to stay out of the way I don't know if she's the one that actually grabbed the bucket but she's the one that definitely flung the bucket in the air <laughs> because like she was trying to run away or she got scared or whatever, but she literally fell down and, oh, gosh, literally. the <laughs> It was quite funny because the other teacher had a mask on, but she was, like, laughing, so she was, like, it was like a vampire laugh, like, cry laughing, which was quite funny. <laughs> Is it funny the amount of times as a kid you kind of get duped into doing these silly things? Yeah. For adults entertainment? Do you know what I mean? You, like, I mean, take that as an example, you sort of, like... Ooh, what's in the cupboard? What's in the ward? And then you you are the butt of the joke. <laughs> I know, but it <laughs> is quite so often. It is quite funny though, don't you think? Of course, I think it's a rite of passage that every kid has to go through. Like when you're you have the kid, to, it's um, not funny at all. No, but you have to learn to laugh at yourself, and more to be like, you need to know what uh, trepidation and fear feels like in a way. Or at yeah. least like a, at least a very safe element of it, because otherwise, if you never face any kind of, if you don't face that, yeah, you imagine when you get older. I mean, that's like, me. And you've never nutshell. come up against any kind of like scary, scary thing. I think that was me because I was the baby one and I had two older brothers. I think that was me. I think I was a bit sheltered from scary things. Like scary I never world. watched any scary movies or anything when I was younger. Yeah. Like one time, I went to a girl's house for a sleepover. <laughs> And she was like, let's watch a scary movie. And then I was like, oh, no, I need to go home. Hmm. Like, I didn't want to watch it. So, like, my mum came and picked me up. Yeah. That makes me fa- sound really, like, spoiled, <laughs> doesn't it? Mother, pick me up. <laughs> Mother, <laughs> I'm not having this. About, I'm not having this. They're about to watch one they're of those crazy. Horror, horror pictures. They're crazy in here. With the ghosts and dead people in. <laughs> I will not be subject to this movie. I will not be present. All I can say is that it made me feel like I was having a panic attack. Yeah. Like, and I wish that, I kind of wish I was exposed a little bit more to scary things because then I wouldn't have those feelings so much. Um, But it was at a point, like, I shouldn't, like, I was, I felt like I shouldn't be scared of those things at a certain age, like roller coasters and things like that. I had to get over that, Mm. that all of those things I had to get over later in life as like a older teenager instead of like a younger teenager yeah you know or like a tween i guess i would say it's a really fine line to be honest because um on one hand i'm I'm kind of i'm grateful for that fact the thing you just mentioned Mm -hmm. about seeing horror films and scary stuff yeah when i was younger because it did it does it dulls your fear threshold down a little bit Mm -hmm. um but the other problem is that it does play on your imagination plays on your mind a lot and Mm -hmm. as a kid i mean you you remember what it's like when you you go to bed 
Yeah. And your mind just starts like it's off. Well, that's the thing. Like that's the reason I couldn't watch horror movies because like it wouldn't leave me ever mm. for like years after. I only had to hear like one little story or see one little like an image of something and like my imagination would go wild with that information. Mm. So I just I couldn't put myself in that situation is how I felt. But then when I got to being in like an older teenager, I felt stupid because I felt like I couldn't deal with it. That's like it. all my other friends were like, ha, 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 it's so funny, like boo. And no, I couldn't deal with it. I mm. feel like I would just burst into tears or so I had to avoid that situation. Well, it was overwhelming to see yeah. that kind of stuff. So I, like, I don't know what the, I don't know what the correct, I'm using quotations, like, correct no, I, thing I, I to agree. do is I also don't know what the correct thing is because I think I'd say between us we probably had like more opposite extremes probably. in that sense but you know it's neither way <clears> seems <throat> to be the thing is though if you're people <laughs> if you're get if you get scared eas- easily mm. then people like to scare you it's fun yeah because you become the butt of the joke there don't you I suppose yeah you know? which is is really like it's fun i guess for them you know and everything it's kind of cruel though isn't it (laughs) it is but like you know i I get it like it's fun to scare people like i had fun when i was scaring the kids but Mm. if any of them felt like to the point where they were crying or really upset by it that wouldn't make me feel no good so i don't know it's really difficult to yeah. say, I don't. I really I, I don't, don't know. I think there's a right answer with it. Absolutely. I don't mind being scared or anything. I would laugh at myself, and you know, now and I think even as a child, like I don't. Well, I don't know. I don't know actually, because yeah. I I used to get very frightened. I didn't like clowns and things like that. The world's a scary place when you're a kid, isn't it? Really. I don't know. I don't. Like everything is, everything is incredibly intimidating. Things that you don't even. Th- think twice about now Mm. as an adult often but just regular stuff like i remember being really scared of the hoover (laughs) the vacuum sorry i should say (laughs) at one point like we had one vacuum that used to live in the shed or the the garage or something like (laughs) that live in the shed like it's a monster yeah like some kind of beast that's for his home Um, and it was so loud and powerful Mm. it was just like uh kind of cylindrical gray shape Looked like very, this industrial type looking. How old are you? Are you scared of the Hoover? I don't know. About sixteen or something. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm not. I don't know. Between five and ten, maybe. Mm, mm. But it was so loud, and yeah. just the sound of this like <laughs> that came on. It like made my heart yeah go into overdrive. And you don't know why. You can't explain. I knew it was it. irrational. It's just a Hoover, but At I that age. hated the sound of it. That makes me feel better about my irrational fears. Yeah, but I'm, that's what I'm saying. It's when you're a kid, it's it's mm. everything. Everything feels like it's kind of out to get you. I have to be honest. Actually, I think I know where my fear of everything came from. Right. Like from especially things in costumes came from. Mm. Because I had this vague memory of I think I've mentioned this before. Actually, I might have mentioned. Have I mentioned the Mister Blobby thing before? Yeah, yeah. We did a Mister Blobby episode. We did a Mr. Blobby episode. Yeah. Did I? And I mentioned my my family members wearing a mask. Wearing, and, yeah. That's yeah. It. So I remember watching that video back, and just a little quick recap. My uh, we were staying in a caravan, and it was pitch black, 
and my family members wore this horrific Mr. Blobby mask and were like jumping up at the window and they'd move around and we didn't know where Mr. Blobby went and then you know my dad would come in and be like what's happened what's going on and I was I was literally three years old I was three years old and my auntie was doing it too and like whoever like other family members and like at the time, like, I watched the video. It's very funny to watch, you know. Yeah, yeah. But I think about how that affected me, and I think that is literally where my fear of like, things in costumes came from because it was almost like a taught fear. Like, mm. you should be afraid of that thing yeah. in a costume. Of course. You know, yeah. and it didn't matter who was behind the mask, even if it was somebody I knew, even if it was my dad, like, later on in life, like, if they dressed up, whatever, like, Christmas or whatever. It didn't matter who it was. I was scared of it, but I didn't know why, but that kind of makes sense. Well, it's almost like the the power of that disguise yeah. was enough to almost change the person inside. Well, that, I, mean? I think like, that's that, what was confusing. They stopped to existing me. in the middle, and it was just the thing on the exterior. That was the mm. that was all that was in the, the figure. I, I don't think it is that. It, it's the fact that my brothers were older than me, obviously, and they were saying, "It's daddy, it's daddy." Yeah. And then I'm like, "But when daddy comes in, he's he says it's not him, and he he said there's nobody out there." So it's that confusion of like. You're, you're saying it's not and you're like, you know, and even at that young age, I'm like trying to figure out like what's happening, you yeah, know. Yeah, I suppose. I don't know. That seems true. But anyway, it's a history of my phobia. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not scared of things in costumes now, but um, I was for a very long time. As promised. As promised. Um, I wanted to talk about some urban legends. Dun, dun, dun. From, Japanese uh, from urban legends. Japanese urban legends, yeah. Ooh. Um, I'm scared. Well, if you are a fan of or have ever heard anything about Japanese horror, you'll know that it's, I would say, one of the more scary, intense kinds of horror from any country in the world. Yeah. I think they've, they've found a way to really master how to create fear. Mm-hmm. Through imagery and and stories and all those kind of things, um, and so I, I found a few that I had never heard of mm-hmm. myself. Also, I just want to point out that that even though I haven't watched any, like I've probably watched five horror movies in my life, like very very few, mm. um, and I've watched like all the American horror stories, and I've watched um, like the Saw movies and things like that. Gory movies don't really bother me, but. Also, I just want to point out that in Japan, like, like I've noticed with any sort of amusement type things, actually just in general, they just put so much detail into, like, the finest detail into things. It doesn't matter yeah. what, even if it's like a tiny little gachapon toy, it will have the finest detail and just some small significant things that you will notice and be like, oh, I really appreciate that, that they put that little detail there Hmm. um so i'm not surprised is what i was going to say that there's that the japanese horror movies are like the scariest because i can imagine them hiding little details and little things that you didn't notice at first and then that's a very good point you know yeah very like uh 
Yeah, and, that's what makes it high quality is the fact that it's got so much like. And it kind of makes sense when detail when you hear the 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 folk stories that they have here. Yeah, they tend to be very. There's something extremely disturbing about a lot of the background of them. Mm. Every single one of them, we've got this very like dark, super ultra darkness about them. You know. Pray tell, Jack. Um, okay, first one. This is called the Howling Inunaki Tunnel. Oh, I've never heard of this. Nor have I. The true misty... Mi- misty. <laughs> Good start. That's how you create suspense. You say everything incorrectly. I'm going to shut up while you do this. The true mystery of Inunaki Village is whether or not it ever existed. Rumours of it have persisted in Japan and online since the 1990s. Supposedly located deep in the Inunaki countryside of Kyushu's Fukuoka Prefecture, this abandoned village is said to only be accessible through Inunaki Tunnel. The stories say that all who enter the village are doomed to a violent death. Oh my god. These myths and tales also seem to mention that there is some sort of official sign stating that the Japanese constitution is not in effect past here. Meaning that all who enter are on their own to face the real or supernatural horrors that await. The tales, however, were likely inspired by a brutal murder that actually took place inside Inunaki Tunnel. The tunnel, being remote and rarely used by traffic, was a popular spot for gangs. One afternoon in December 1988, a group of teens kidnapped, robbed and tortured 20-year-old Umiyama Kochi before burning the young man alive deep Mm. within the tunnel. Today, Inunaki Tunnel, or Howling Dog Tunnel in Japanese, is considered one of the most haunted places in Japan. Wow. Large concrete brick blocks, sorry, large concrete bricks block its entrance, though adventurers still manage to find a way to get in regardless. Locals say that electronic devices and even their cars often break down around the tunnel, and the sounds of barking dogs and ghastly screams emanate from deep within inside the tunnel. That's the first one. (gasps) Do you have a picture of the place? I'm so curious. Wow. Where is it? Where is it? It's in, uh, supposedly located deep in the Inunaki countryside of Kyushu's Fukuoka Prefecture. So Kyushu, Kyushu. which is the like southernmost island of Japan. It's quite far from us, eh, Jack? the, The image that we have here, yeah, just a bit. The image that we have here is... Uh, basically a really heavily wooded forested area and you can kind of see the the tunnel vaguely mixed in among the trees I should and put there these are on solid our... concrete blocks that are blocking the entrance. I should put these on our Instagram. Yeah. I'll put them in order that we mention them. So... Um, it's scary. It is, it's quite spooky, isn't it, really? Yeah. Um... Have you ever f- seen like a an entrance to anything or something that looks like an entrance and just been curious as to what on earth might be behind it? I mean, yeah, I imagine so. I, I, I there's like there's a door, right? There's a little tiny door hmm. at Tokyo Disneyland. Okay. And it's under the castle. Oh, some kind of like mystery area. Don't you remember? Vaguely. It's like the front of the castle, and I think it's Tokyo Disney. It might be Disneyland Paris. There's like a little arched 
I think that might be Disneyland Paris. It was like a little arched door, and I'm always like, oh, what's behind there? But obviously that's not scary. You were supposed to laugh at that. <laughs> so thanks for that, Josh. <laughs> um, no, but I, yeah, I imagine I imagine that the that that's happened to me at some point. Well, I can think of one building. So when you lived in Tokyo for for a while, mm-hmm. um, in the in the neighbourhood that you were living in, oh my gosh, there was one particular house that we kind of yes. dubbed the Moon House. Yes, because the, they had a window on the on the top floor, which looked like a little crescent moon, right? Like a moon, yeah. The house itself was just wrapped in trees and vines and it was like the house was basically a tree itself. Like a big bush, yeah. <laughs> yeah, all the walls were just covered yeah. in um, in green. It was they? like being, it was like it was being eaten by yeah. the, the... By the plants and the stuff plants around and it. Nature, yeah. But what was kind of odd about it, it was kind of on its own a little bit in the middle and I had to walk one of two ways, but it, either way was... You were always on one side on of the one house. One side of the house, yeah, and yeah. around the back of the house to get to where I lived, yeah. And it was, it was very clear that there was someone inside. I've seen that. I saw the person before. Well, what did they look like? Because uh, you automatically imagine it's someone very old who isn't able to kind of take care of the building. I think they were they were older, but it's it's difficult for me to say how old because. Um, like Japanese people, sometimes it's difficult to tell their age exactly because they their age very well, don't they? They age very well, yeah. And often they tend to be small. Like I have, I have mistaken uh, women for children. Yeah, that's that's, that's um, to me many times. many many times. Like from from the back, you know, I've thought it was a child and um, it's a woman. So it's difficult for me to say exactly, but I think they were, they were obviously older. And I, I remember seeing them, they had a bike that they parked up outside the house. Hmm. Um, and I don't think they looked particularly friendly. Right. Quite solitary, obviously. But I just remember there was like, I could only, you could only see in one window each side of the house and the one window had just like stacks and stacks and stacks of papers, like newspapers. And the other window had what seemed to be like a lot of paintings and things, like just sort of slung around. And in the garden, there was like, um, there was like clothes lines, but the clothes that like they'd been hanging on the line for just forever, like they've just never been taken off. And there was like spider webs, like, and things are like everywhere on on the clothes, but it was kind of one of those scenarios where every time I went past, I tried to look, but I really had to look to be able to see anything because there was that many like trees and things in the way. It stood out as well because all of the the buildings and houses around it were well kept. Yeah, perfectly. Normal, you know, it was yeah. it was a nice area too, and uh, but this one was just in the middle. Yeah, and honestly... Not connected to any other houses or anything. It was, you know, it had like, I don't know, shoulder-high walls yeah. around the uh, the perimeter. Um, yeah, what a, what a strange And I remember their, um, their letterbox was just like 
out of a movie. You know, it's like all the letters are shoved in there. Yeah. It it was like it was from a movie, like mm. it was a set, like a witch's house in the wood or something. Yeah, it really or something was. like that. And I and I used to walk past at night, and oh my gosh, when I tell you, I used to scurry past that house, like because for so long I didn't know who lived there. And when I saw the person, I was kind of like, well, they look very normal, actually normal, you know, in quotations, like yeah. as they did didn't look like they would live in a house like that how I had imagined anyway, mm. like a wizard. <laughs> maybe, they were, maybe they were a wizard, who knows, but there was something... They didn't have a pointy hat, is what I'm trying to say. There was a, <laughs> there was an extreme atmosphere about that place. Yeah, it was really creepy. Right, let's move on to the next one, shall we? Yeah. So that was... Uh, well remembered though, Jack, I in, forgot Inunaki about that. Inunaki Tunnel. Okay, the next one. This is called The Doll That Grows Human Hair. Oh, no. This story goes that in 1918 in Hokkaido, which is the northernmost um, island of Japan, Eikichi Suzuki purchased for his young sister, Kikuko, a traditional Japanese uh, doll. The name of those dolls are called Okappa, which basically means it's like a bob-cut hairstyle doll. Oh, right, yeah. Sadly, Kikuko died from a cold. And the family kept the doll in a shrine to their daughter and named it Okiku. However, the family noticed something odd about the doll over time. Its hair was getting longer. The family believed the doll possessed the restless spirit of their deceased daughter and so looked after it until entrusting it in the care of a temple. There the doll remains, slowly growing human hair. This place is called Manenji Temple. You can visit Okiku, but photography isn't allowed. Mm. Today, even after a few trims from the temple priest, the doll's hair has grown past its knees. It has also supposedly upped its terror. The priests claim to have nightmares of Okiku, and visitors say the doll's mouth is slowly <coughs> opening and sprouting baby teeth. No. I no. mean, I find that very hard to There's believe. There's not a picture of it. it yeah, this thing. Oh my goodness, that's terrifying! Jack. It's this very pale face. Why would they photograph doll. it like that? <laughs> it's got like all the shadows on its face. This must be how it actually is exhibited in the place, with these shadows around its face and stuff. But they're trying to make it scary. It's just this black-eyed, white-faced doll. Why has super it got black eyes. Super J horror, right there. <laughs> Why has it got black eyes? Because that's not demonic at all. I know. That's really quite freaky, isn't it? That is. Did you say it was in Okinawa? No, no, Hokkaido. Oh, Hokkaido. Yeah. Complete opposite. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's uh, that's scary. It's funny, you know, because I've never found um, the whole doll thing very scary. Really? You know, from you'd, uh, like from the eighties, you had the whole uh, Chucky type character <coughs> and. Uh, ventriloquist puppets that would come to life and I've never found that thing very intimidating but looking at that thing that's quite unnerving I I do find dolls quite scary I think, but actually, I think many people do to be honest that in particular is quite scary because I think if if it's like oh the doll moves and talks and like wakes up that's not as scary as it growing it, like, part of its it doesn't body actually very move anywhere, slowly. it just sort no. of grows hair. I I totally agree with you. Yeah. The thing that 
makes those things not scary is the idea of this silly thing just like wandering around like yeah. a, a child. It's just that's just not. Or like something, because you scary. would just you'd just kick it, wouldn't you? You'd just kick it in the face. Yeah, exactly. It's not going to run after you, is it? All it's no. if it, you know whatever. But, but if 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 they're having nightmares about that yeah, doll, and this thing just sits there and grows hair and apparently and sprouting teeth. teeth, that sounds that's really disturbing. Weird. And you would never want to throw it away because you'd just be like so curious. Yeah, as to why. I mean, God, so strange. Um... Yeah, Maninji Temple in Hokkaido. Never, ever heard of that place before. We should go. It sounds interesting, doesn't it? Mm. <laughs> I don't want nightmares of the doll, though. I don't know. We're going to have to do something really happy after this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, let's move on to the next one. This is called Human Sacrifice in Maruoka Castle. Hitobashira. A type of human sacrifice was practiced in Japan up until the 16th century. Lords would wall up live victims inside pillars and dams and other building foundations to appease the gods, who would protect the buildings from attacks and natural disasters. It was also a term for workers buried alive. Maruoka Castle in Sakai, uh, Fukui Prefecture, is home to one of the most famous Hitobashira stories. One of the castle walls kept crumbling during construction, no matter how much it was reinforced. It was then suggested to the castle lord to make a Hitobashira. A one-eyed peasant woman with children named Oshizu was chosen for the sacrifice. The poor mother only asked that her sons be made samurai after the ritual. The lords agreed and Oshizu was buried under the central pillar of the castle keep. My goodness. Unfortunately, the castle lords did not keep their promise, and her sons were never made samurai. Afterward, the moat would overflow every spring rain when it came time to cut the algae. The locals thought it was the tears of Oshisu's sorrow and erected a tomb to appease her spirit. A poem was also passed down through the generations. The rain which falls when the season of cutting algae comes is the rain reminiscent of the tears of poor Oshisu's sorrow. That's so sad. I have never ever heard of this practice before, mm. of of burying people to like reinforce foundations or to appease spirits. I've never ever heard of that before, but that is that is so brutal. It's really wow. That's a lot. Sixteenth century Japan. Who knew? Hito Bashira. So Hito is uh, means person. In Japanese, mm. bashira, I presume, means some kind of reinforcement. Um, wow. That's pretty scary, isn't it? Yeah. I wonder if they did that in, in any other country or or culture. Mm. It'd be interesting to find out, wouldn't it? I know, like in... <sighs> so they actually buried them, like, as they were building the building? Yeah, it was like... A, a human sacrifice, I suppose. They would be buried underneath pillars or inside walls. or And that was supposed to ward away enemies and bad spirits and And, stuff. like, they're protected by the souls of yeah. the people who died there. Exactly. Wow. It was like a sacrifice of their life to save the people inside, I suppose. Wow. It's so scary with those things because you just, you know, you don't, you don't know. <laughs> you don't know. Like, they could be right. You know yeah. what I mean? No one really knows what happens after, so... 
it's, a, like, it's weird as well because you think of Japan in particular and a lot of their original buildings, obviously because of wartime, mm-hmm. were burnt to the ground, destroyed. Yeah. And so most of those buildings have been rebuilt. Yeah. So now we wouldn't even know where probably most of those still were, you know. It's so true. So yeah. who knows how many, <laughs> even the buildings around us, you know, there's loads of old buildings in, in this area. Mm-hmm. Who knows how often that happened. Ooh, scary. Spooky, spooky. I thought you were going to tell me, like, tales, like children's stories, like not actual real shut things it, that happen. This is Halloween. Yeah, but I'm scared. It's right, you only get one of these a year, you know. Well, I suppose technically two, but this is the uh, the height of horror. It's supposed to be a horror story, not a horror real story. I know. Well, we're going to do one more. We'll make this one a quick one. It's okay, it's really interesting. Okay, this is Japan's Bloody Mary. Dun, dun, dun. By the way, this particular thing, which I think it happens to every generation of child. <laughs> yeah. You get, you know, the whole Bloody Mary story where you, I don't know, you stand in front of a mirror and say certain word three times and spin around or whatever. <laughs> spin around. Yeah, there's always that thing, isn't it? Stand in front of the bathroom mirror, say Bloody Mary three times and turn around and she'll be there looking back at you. Oh, I never saw the turn around thing. It was just like she'll just stare back at you. I'm just saying generally because oh, right, con- yeah. there's always stipulations, you know. Yeah. Um, that scared me to death. No, I never when did that it. Came did around. you do it? No, no I could never. Um, really? But even the... That surprises me. I thought you'd definitely do that. No, no. No, because there were kids that I knew that did it. I watched them. Even do it. the thought of doing it, it made yeah. me it made me intimidated to go in looking mirrors. I I remember I did that in not I did it, but I remember specifically. I have this image. We were like in year six, like the last year of primary school or yeah. elementary school for Americans, um, and and I remember that being a thing. And I remember the kids doing it. How old are you then? Like ten years old. Yeah, 10 or 11, maybe. That's mad, isn't it? That's why it's so... It's a lot to deal with. Because <laughs> even in your stage of development, you're sort of breaching that gap mm. between I'm still a child and... Like, is this I'm real not, or yeah, not? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you question it more, but... I don't know. Horrible. Anyway, this is Japan's Bloody Mary. Um, so Japan's own urban legend of this kind is called... Toire no Hanako-san. Hanako-san, sorry. Toire. Yeah, Toire no. Toilet. So, yeah. Toire no Hanako-san. Or Hanako of the toilet. That's quite comical. Is a spirit summoned much like her Western counterparts. If the brave, or stupid, enter a restroom on the third floor, knock on the third stall three times, and ask, Hanako, toko ni imasu ka? <laughs> Hanako, are you there? You may get a reply. Dun, dun, dun. The door will slowly creak open to reveal little Hanako in a red skirt. Her hair is done up in traditional style bun. Then she grabs her victim and drags them into the toilet, never to be seen again. Jack! <laughs> <laughs> in other versions, Hanako will ask children if they need a friend. Regardless of their answer, Hanako will drag the children under the stall and to their doom. Oh my goodness. That's so much more scary than us. <sighs> wow. It's believed that Hanako's origins um, may have come from a child who hid in a school's bathroom during a, a bombing raid during uh, World War II. 
and that's, I don't know. It's like Moaning Myrtle, isn't it? I mean, I think that's what that's based on, you know. Really? Yeah, I don't mean, I'm not necessarily saying Halako. Although um, it could be, it could be. But the uh, you, there's like a general kind of, there's a ghost in the bathroom type deal. Mm. I think that's where Moaning Myrtle come from, except she's just really annoying. Yeah. She just goes about moaning about everything. She didn't drag you into the toilet, does she? No, but doesn't she, like, keep the girls in there? Like, get stuck in there? I think sometimes she locks the door or something silly or blocks the door from opening, but, you know. Mm. At least you don't tend to meet your doom. <laughs> well. There's that, so, one, there's, that one ep- ep- there's that one Harry Potter movie. That's in the toilet, isn't it? So, Wait, oh, he oh, shall yeah. not be named. That was, in, that was in that toilet, wasn't it? Chamber of Secrets, you mean? I don't know which one it was. <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't. I've seen those. Um, anyway. That was very scary. Thank you, Jack. I'm terrified now. Thank they you. They are Japanese urban legends. That's scary. I'm very scared. They, they're kind of spooky, aren't they? Are they is, does that class as an urban legend if some of them are true? Well, I don't think any of them are true particularly, but I mean... You well, know. There's a guy that got murdered. I see what you mean. Yeah. That's true. But I think urban legends tend to come from like a, a small a grain of truth, yeah. Yeah, and then yeah, they get elaborated. Yeah, people uh, elaborate on those little factual tidbits. Did we ever mm. decide whether it was tidbits or tidbits? I think both is... is Acceptable. Tidbits. Dutchy demo. <laughs> Dochi de moi. Dochi de moi. It's okay. It's <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear, you mate. Um, I'm going to do my crocheting now. Yeah, we're going to do something nice and happy now and not think about the... uh, Hanako or the. I'm very excited or the scary for Halloween tunnel. Now. Or... Yes, as am I. Um, do you feel like you've embraced Halloween enough? Yes, definitely. Year? Yeah. I've I've sung the fly little bat song about eighteen times. <laughs> fly little bat. Fly, fly, fly little bats. Fly, <laughs> fly, fly little bats. Like that. Oh, that's very cute. Halloween is here, and then you do like skeletons and ghosts and cats you and spiders. Yeah, <laughs> the kids love it. It's great. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm not surprised they they love it. Five little pumpkins, five little pumpkins, five little pumpkins. I don't think we need a revelatory statement this week. I think we should just have Jodie's outro singing. We... <laughs> <laughs> I, I love, I now, now I have like a, like a backlog of children's songs. Hmm. So that, that is, if ever you need a child to just, you know. Engage. Get, yeah, engage. Or they've just like, you just sing. It it's works. True, yeah. It works every single time. Gets for attention just, straight yeah. away. There's this one. <laughs> one song. It's like, please be quiet. Please be quiet. Please be quiet. Please be quiet. Please be <laughs> just quiet. On loop. Yeah. And they just stop. There or, you go. or um, you just you just say listen, like or if you want to play a game, game. Game, let's play a game. <laughs> game, game, let's play a game. The bingo game, the bingo game. Are you ready? Yes, I am. You just do that. I mean, I was just enthralled then, so it clearly works. See, don't shout at your kids, sing at them. 
Yeah. No. <laughs> when, when I have children, I'll be like, oh, my God, it's not working. It's not working. Why are they still climbing the walls? I'll be like, one little finger, one little, get off the wall. <laughs> well, it's not working. Yeah. No. Dear me. A group of small children, it works, to a certain age, and then after that, I don't know what to do. Yeah, it flies over the head. <laughs> I don't know what to do. <laughs> That's funny. Anyway, we'd like to thank you for joining us for this Halloween extravaganza episode Ooh, uh, 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 of uh, 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 uh. Our Weird Life. Thank you for scaring us, Jack. Um, if you didn't know already, by the way, we were a Japanese couple, married, living in Japan. You're not a Japanese couple. Is that what I said? Yeah. <laughs> We're a British couple. We're a British couple. We're a and Japanese couple who speak Japanese terribly, but English very well. Yeah. No, oh, we're a British me. couple. We're a British couple, married, and we have lived in Japan for the past uh, three years plus. So we we do this podcast because we wanted a way to be able to um, store all our memories and thoughts and, you know. Yeah. In it's a nice. recorded format. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah, the best way that you can support the channel right now is just recommend us to one other person, family, friend, or complete stranger, whatever you desire, uh, who you think might be interested in listening to our weekly rabble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, you can find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, at our Weird Life Pod. Uh, we very recently hit 30,000 downloads on Podbean. Yay! So go. Owls. Go owls. Yeah, if you're one of the people that have been listening to us um, and supporting us for a while, then thank you very much. Thank you so much. It's really lovely. It really is. Mm -hmm. Um, And of course, as you'll know by now, every week you're treated to one of our revelatory statements. This week, it's Jodie's turn. It's my turn. Yeah. This week, I want to say... um, I want to say nothing. <laughs> I don't have one ready to go. Oh, here we go. I, I'm you quite having, open You were having about to go with me last I'm, week. I'm quite open about the fact that I don't have one ready every week. Um, I, I think, uh, I feel like we already had one actually. What was it? It was, don't shout at your kids, sing to them. No, that's not good advice, Jack, because we're not parents. <laughs> And and there'll be parents listening to this going, no, Jodie yeah. and Jack, that doesn't work. Just like, wait till you have up, children. Shut up, you idiot. You know that nothing about work. children. That does not work. The thing is, I get to give them back after an hour and a half. Precisely. I'm like, goodbye, see you next week. Yeah. I don't deal with, you know, the bedtime tantrums and the morning tantrums toilet and tantrum, the no. toilet tantrums. Yeah. Well, I do, I do deal with the toilet tantrums sometimes. Yeah. A little boy had a really cute little minion costume on last week and he weed himself. Oh. It was very sad. Poor little devil. Yeah, he was, well, he was a minion, not a devil. A poor little minion. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, my uh, statement is, have a happy Halloween and I hope you enjoy yourself and keep safe and, um, you know, revel in the Halloween fun and try and enjoy yourself. And, um, yeah, I think that's it. Just, you know, allow yourself to eat some... Candy this weekend only comes around once a year, so try and enjoy yourselves. Don't do anything crazy. Yep, that's well, my statement. Great, I wasn't concur. really advice, but um, and yeah, just be careful in the bathroom, don't get called in uh, Hanako's name, she might just drag you into the toilet bowl. 
<laughs> On that note, we'll see you next week with a brand new episode. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. <laughs>